This audio orgasm is not safe for work and is strictly for adults only. Now, let's get it on. To give them a good time for us to have a good time, less distractions. We're not into somebody staring at us, even if it's you know, the other husband or the other wife, if like some, like say somebody always finishes first. Yeah. Right. <laughs> or they'll say, I love to watch. Yeah. This is such a turn on. Exactly. It's like, yeah. you, you have a beautiful woman there. Mm-hmm. Go fucking do something to her. Right. You know, you can look at a glance, use your peripheral vision. Enjoy yeah. it. <laughs> I don't know. If you have a woman, you should go, you should go do stuff with her. Yes. My wife is waiting for you. Right. Dude. You don't have to stare at us. You know, yeah. go do something else. Go eat her out or something. Yeah. <laughs> You know, my lady has a nice ring, you know, nice accessories. She's a she's a woman. She's, you know, hot. And this guy's fucking super horny. I, you know, I want to be nearby. Yeah, earshot. Right? So, Let me stay in earshot at least, please. Yeah, absolutely. And so the woman took me for a walk, you know, little office plaza. We were out of sight. We fucking left. She was sucking my dick in the bushes and backing up on me. And she wanted to sit on it like bear, dude. Like oh, bear yeah. Back. Yeah. Taking me back to high school, man. This is an old jam. <laughs> driving, driving him crazy. I was, I was oh, waiting yeah. for the second verse where he asked her what her FICO score is because that's the real turn on for me. I actually, oh, I looked bone. at the the lyrics. He was, he said, uh, he was talking about his Python, his Python, Python, his oh. Python screaming. Mm-hmm. She said he had his Python screaming, <laughs> and she Damn. said. Push that thing right hard on back of me. <laughs> that is a familiar move, and I enjoy oh, it. Just yeah. back it up. Yeah, we call that the the, the only way to dance. <laughs> yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, uh, hello and welcome to the Po Boys Podcast. I'm your host at Motherfucker Jody B, and tonight I have uh, two very special guests. We've already I heard a little bit of the the, the sensual voices. And, uh, you know, I've, I found them probably about a year ago now. They were, were, did an episode of Married as Fuck, uh, very good friends of the show. And, uh, I've kind of watched from afar. And I, I have to say, you guys are, are very, um, you're very interesting people <laughs> because it, you have, uh, 
a preconceived notion, I guess, when you hear the word swinger. That's kind of a thing that pops out a lot. And one thing that I can say is you guys have educated me a lot over the last year. So I'm happy to finally be sitting here having a conversation with you. Eros and Isis, the host of the Priory Society podcast. Hello and welcome. Thank you. We are motherfucking Isis and Arrows. (laughs) It's good to be be here, here. man. Thanks for the invite. I got a little long-winded there, guys. Sorry. Uh, I'm nervous. This is a lot of fun, you know, getting to meet people. And (laughs) you almost build the shit up when you, you know, this is the first time I think we've actually spoken between, you know, other than just texting and tweeting and shit back and forth. So uh, it's, hi, I'm I'm Jody B. Nice to finally meet you. (laughs) Hi. Nice to meet you. Um, you guys have have made kind of a, a journey out of your transition into the the swinger lifestyle, and I think you're doing a very good service to people who maybe are interested or new or something. Because you guys basically had a crash course since you started, and mm-hmm. you know I'm very interested to kind of learn and tell some some more people about how the transition happened like kind of what you guys where you started how you got into it and then just to get all the the technical shit out the way and then we can actually start talking about some stuff cool absolutely happy cool. to yeah okay. so sounds good if you don't mind guys just kind of let me know like give start me from the beginning where where do we start yeah so <laughs> A couple of years ago. Well, I'm Isis, by the way. Yeah, that works. <laughs> and my husband's Eros. And we've been married, all right? We've yes. been together for 14 years, mm-hmm. and it took us a very long time. Oh, and it, yeah. That's about the average time that swingers start doing stuff. You know, we yeah. believe everyone's everyone's a swinger. Everyone has the potential to do swinging activities. Right. Some people are okay with it. Some people are not. But it took us a long time, yeah. and it's only two years ago that we started doing this. That's right. And uh, this is what, where my lady was yeah. starting to mention. Uh, two years ago, we gave ourselves a gift of going to this concierge doctor because we wanted to check hormone levels and you know just make sure that we were kind of running optimally, right? So we went to him, and he put us on supplement plan. We started taking vitamin B injections and doing staple exercises like squats and whatnot, and then uh, we got real healthy, all right? And our libidos went through the roof. So we were horny as hell all, all the time. The t- all the time, man. I mean, I'd want to I'd want to come home and I'd just start grinding on the couch. Yeah. Like literally. It was just it was that intense and so we started fantasizing a lot when we were just the two of us at home. We would make some drinks and talk about, "Oh, hey, who's that hot girl that you want to do from the gym? Pick a girl." Yeah. And and you tell me, "Hey, pick a guy. Which guy do you think is hot? What what would you do to him if you had him alone?" And we'd play this game on our phone called sexy truth or dare it was an app and you had it on your phone sweetie so and uh, we weren't ready we we were fucking angry at each other like full-on jealousy (laughs) right because i I would ask my lady all right so how about your ex-boyfriend out of all your ex-boyfriends which one had the largest dick which one kind of hurt a little bit and it was it was this we'd be drinking and we'd be fantasizing and she would fucking tell me well it was this guy this guy i'm like what does that motherfucker look like? Where does he live? And yeah, she's I like, need to know some more it's information. Been, it's been 20 years. Right. It's been 17 years. I don't know. Where does he work, that right. motherfucker? And, you know, we went through the, the fantasy stage because uh, the, the, my lady's mentioning the concierge doctor. Um, basically took a bunch of blood, right? You yeah. t- Like eight of those little vials. Yes. And then you get a six-page report. Here's what's going on with your liver. Here are your functions. Here are your mm. levels. And so – when he gave us the regimen, like, hey, you guys should do this, do this, you know, keep yourself youthful. You know, it's fountain of youth type thing. You need to, mm-hmm. you need to do exercise and stuff like that. 
when we started fantasizing, it wasn't enough to talk about risky things and sexual things and then just go fuck each other in the bedroom. It got to the point to where we wanted to involve other people in our fantasies. Yes. And eventually we wanted to involve other real people because we were like, dude, this sounds pretty awesome. And then my lady's like, I want to try chicks. Mm -hmm, Yeah. So I'm like, hey, babe, do you think it would be a good idea if we tried chicks? I'm curious about women. And my husband was like, hell yeah. Yeah, he was like, "Uh, absolutely. (laughs) Hey, Eros, did Felipe answer that question? (laughs) <laughs> oh, he's, uh, you know he's actually in the building yeah. but he's in the other office uh yeah let me call him over like, later if you want but yeah yeah i think this seems like it would have been a felipe me. answer <laughs> oh my god <laughs> so felipe the inseminator yeah. felipe the full swap inseminator yeah that motherfucker's you know, crazy dude. he's a perv yeah love it but uh, so we were starting to look for other females and it was hard to find another chick, a single chick without drama. Yeah. Yeah. And, we want the threesome is what we wanted. Yeah. I, and that's where, um, you know, for your listeners out there that maybe are curious, that's where a lot of swinging begins. Yes. Uh, people crave a threesome. In fact, one of the biggest fantasies out there, you can read upon um, the medical journals out there, people who write about sexuality. You know, a lot of people, they still say the same thing, these doctor types. They'll say that. One of the biggest fantasies is having sex with someone other than your spouse. Yeah. And then you look at Pornhub and their top search terms and you'll see, you know, threesome. Of course, teen is up there. You know, the top 10 search terms, lesbian porn has been number one for the past several years. And you know that the Internet in large part is here with us because of porn. Oh, yeah. And most, most of the bandwidth. That's the main out there, reason people, it's here. <laughs> yeah. Make yeah. No mistake. That's why you know, it was developed. Uh, you know, we have streaming. You know, it's beautiful now. But people are freaky and people are fantasizing about it. And when we started uh, talking about doing a podcast, we said, you know what? We we looked at the podcasts that were out there and we kind of mm-hmm. we listened to a few of them and we said, ah, you know, those people are getting a little too political. Yeah. These people are, you know, are bashing on the president. These people are bashing on um, people who don't do what they do, like the polyamorous. These people over here, this, I'm like, oh, you know what, sweetie, maybe we should do one just with you and I just fucking around. We'll yeah. make drinks. We'll talk. Then we'll talk about our journey. And that's where we started doing the Priory Society podcast mm-hmm. that, that's out there now. And so the journey, um, it started off with my lady wanting to try chicks. Yes. Then we wanted to, that, that was really an unsuccessful no. uh, experiment because <laughs> right. these chicks wanted money. Oh, and yeah. we yeah, found yeah. a website called Seeking Arrangement. It's basically like escorts but instead of you paying the money you you help pay for their books or their rent and, and or the rent or their rent. cell phone bill or whatever and it was just it, it was it sucked and we got flaked on and mm-hmm. it just was it was nuts and then we said to each other why don't we just find a nice wholesome couple let's find a nice couple maybe a couple that goes to church maybe a couple has children been together for a long time yeah and little did we know that that's the best definition of a swinger if you take a look at all the studies that they've done they they pretty much say the same thing. A couple that's been together for ten years or more. Yeah. Generally a wholesome couple. Uh, they attend church. You know they vote. They're model citizens. You know they uh, the, the whole bit. You start desc- they start describing your neighbors. Oh yeah. <laughs> and you're like oh shit. That's like sounds neighbor. like me right now. We don't yeah. go to church, so, but yeah. Exactly. There's a lot of so us. So we start we started looking for other couples, and we went on a lot of coffee 
drink dates and meet and greet dates, you know, at a bar, just trying to figure out if we would click with somebody and if we wanted more. And then we ended up with, you know, a lot of interesting stories. And so we didn't have anybody kind of showing us the ropes when we got started. We're just trying to figure it out on our own. So we realized, okay, well, you know, through our podcast, we can help newbies kind of navigate the beginning of their lifestyle journey or help them along through their lifestyle journey so they don't have to make the same mistakes that we did. And we'll, we'll use the word lifestyle for the people that are out there that say, don't call me a swinger. Yeah. You yeah. Know, I didn't want to be gonna, rude, but I've heard you, I've heard you use the term. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? At the end of the day, it's like, you know, when you're talking around and you're talking with friends and you're using terms and that's how we, when we record in the studio, we just throw around terms that are familiar to us that are familiar mm-hmm. to our, to our social circle and, you know, swinging is not really a bad word. Some people are really scared by it. Like, oh, my goodness, I don't have a Harley. I don't have a mullet or a little rat tail in the back and long hair. Don't call me a swinger. It's like, well, they have this idea of what swinging is. Yeah. And so, you know, nowadays, and you know this, man, you have a podcast. You talk to a lot of people. People are nuts. Look at all these comics that oh, yeah. are getting in trouble that can't even speak, can't even do a good set because they're afraid of the topics that they'll bring up and whether that the audience will turn on them or the organizer of the event or the club owner right. or some goofy person in, in the audience that'll turn on them because they said one thing. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's a tough time, man. I don't but know. Maybe it's the it. word itself. People just don't like hard R's. Maybe you should go with swing a, put an A on the end of it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Wine. Swing a. I think it sounds way, way better than, <laughs> you know, anything else I've heard. That's a cool fucking moniker, man. They're swingers. Yeah, uh, man. I like it. It's not my first interaction. I had a uh, early interaction with what I'm pretty sure at this point now from your show, hearing the kind of the steps and the things. I'm pretty sure that my buddy's parents were swingers. Like now, oh, looking back, man. I go, yep, I bet you that's what happened. Yeah. Wherever they're at that's, right now, that's, hopefully they're That's where your buddy down. was conceived or what? No, it's weird. Like you said, that it's usually people been together for a while. So this was a situation. My buddy was around the same age as me, so 18, you know, 17, 18, maybe a little younger. And uh, yeah, man, uh, his mom ended up like blowing me one night. And his dad, oh, watched, she got she got crazy. And it's funny now looking at it to go like, oh, that wasn't just like a weird thing. That was they were probably swingers. And they were like, look at oh, this young strapping lad, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the husband probably knew about it or was watching you through a crack in the closet. Sure. I mean, there are a lot of people that do that stuff, man. And for a man to share his wife is the most beautiful gift. You just have to be in the right mindset of doing that. And there are so many couples like the stag vixen couples that mm-hmm. where the guy considers himself the stag and his lady the vixen. And, and he just wants to share her. I mean, he, he thinks that she's incredible and he's happy just watching her have fun. Right. And uh, so that's amazing. <laughs> you, you know, those people were probably swingers, man. It sounds uh, like Especially it. if they if they showed themselves being in love and, you know, very affectionate oh, towards yeah. each other. They're yeah, always yeah. going places. Going out a lot. That's yep. it. Vacations, stuff. They had uh, like a younger daughter and it was just one of those things. Like, and we would we would play around, man. Like we'd go hang out and play darts and drink beer and shit like that. You know what I mean? Like it, they were just mm-hmm. cool. And uh, yeah, I guess they all the other guys left me alone with them one too many times. <laughs> and they, I guess, <laughs> figured it out that I was a little bit off in my my scale of perversiousness, perversion. <laughs> but is that all you did though? Just get a dick suck or did you, did you ever do anything else? Grab her ass or anything else? Oh no. Like it started with like hot tub stuff, hot tubbing, 
And oh, sure. yeah. That's, that's the best. That's Laps, a huge that's a, Dude, yeah. if you have a hot tub, you're a fucking swinger. <laughs> that's the rule. Right. Yeah. That's actually a very good point. I would like to note that. That should be in a book somewhere. Like That's pretty <laughs> much like the, the badge, I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. it gets the party started. So oh, you, yeah. you would do hot tub stuff? Yeah, man. Like they, It was weird because uh, they wait till late at night. And then uh-huh. it started with like lap sits and titty grabs and stuff like that. And then once or twice, like I just kind of went for it a little bit, you know, just to see what would happen. And, you know, I wasn't fought off. So I'm like, oh, this is right. weird. So I'm sure they discussed that. <laughs> you just put the tip in a little bit? No, no, no. Okay I, would like, I would like to say uh, I never uh, put my penis in her uh, vagina. That's a fair uh-huh. statement. Uh, but no, just like, you know, you sit on a lap, you kind of, you get to rubbing, get the finger in around and stuff and feeling her out and everything. And it was, yeah. you know, warranted, I guess, like at one point, you know, and he's just kind of chilling on the other side of the hot tub. Watching. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You were, basi- you were basically a nice gift for her. Yeah. You yeah. know, a uh, strapping young dude mm-hmm. with, with a woman that's horny. Oh yeah. It's, it, I bet you he was probably just as turned on as she was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so, badass. That's cool. <laughs> uh, so a few months. That's what it's like, actually. A few months went by, and we uh, we played darts, and he offered up, like, oh, whoever wins gets a hand job. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That was yeah. the long and the short of it. And uh, I, I pulled it out that night, man. I fucking I won the game. <laughs> and it was like a joke. I was like, ah, oh, ha, ha. Because, yeah. you know, she just, they went to bed at one point, And I was like, all right, well. Cool. You know, like that was fun, but all right, I go to bed and I'm like 3 a.m. <laughs> Awoken. I was like, there she was. Uh, she did her thing, uh, baby oil hand job. And, uh, you know, you get to grab an ass and stuff. And I had oh, yeah. to just glance kind of back over and he was chilling in the doorway watching. He wasn't touching himself or anything, but he was there. And it was just kind of a moment where you're like, whoa, shit. Like, what? What am I supposed to do? Is this really happening? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. the, the further it went after that, there was one more incident. And I think uh, he offered to let me, like, eat her out and stuff. And, you know, we went. Basically, I didn't have protection, guys. <laughs> That's what happened. He asked, and I was like, I didn't know this was going to happen. So, no, yeah. I don't. Uh, I don't. And he was like, all right, well, you just stay on that end, and I'll stay over here. And so, yeah, she blew me. And uh, it's I've told the story before. It's funny because it's dark and I can see shadows. Yeah. I see my buddy's dad. And I guess he had like a box or a stool or something, a milk crate he was standing on next to the bed. So he could get up high enough so he could hit her like doggy style while she was blowing. But he kept falling off. <laughs> so it was distracting. <laughs> Right. Oh, eventually I just called it a night. It was kind of weird, you know. Yeah, man, that was that, and I just kind of drifted away, and I haven't spoken to them since. But I'm sure they're out there somewhere, just uh, fucking doing their thing, (laughs) finding more dudes, trying to turn young dudes out. Yeah, bless them. (laughs) Like, let's get them while they're clean. (laughs) (laughs) See, it's crazy because, you know, listening to your show, I've kind of learned all these definitions now, like the full swap, the hot wife. uh, Steering wheel couple is a really fun one. That was on your latest episode. (laughs) Hey, everybody, uh, for those of you who don't know, a steering wheel couple is a 10 and a 2. Yeah. Right. (laughs) The the chick's hot. He's not. He is not. The problem is, I think most people, because I've asked you this privately, most people, I think, assume that that's what's out there. Like, there's probably a few 
solid couples that it's like, absolutely. But I just assume most of it are just, you know, kind of gross guys and <laughs> attractive women. That's what I assume. Oh, man. Yeah, you'll find everybody. You'll find all types in the yes. lifestyle. You, you go walk into Walmart, man. Yep. Those all those people around there, the corporate guy on his lunch break, mm-hmm. you know, the the assistant to the attorney, pretty girl that's, you know, getting a little salad on her way out. Yeah. And then, of course, just the other people that are just hanging out. Right. Those are all they can all qualify, man. It just depends on what group you run with and what kind of parties you attend and what websites you frequent mm-hmm. as a lifestyler or as a swinger. Yeah. You really um, we, we say, you know, your, your vibe attracts your tribe. And what it is that you put out there in terms of your uh, level of, you know, how uh, how cool you are, how funny you are, mm-hmm. how outgoing you are, and uh, what events you're willing to go to, it, that's really who you can end up attracting. And also, you know, we tell people all the time, you know, you, you start in the swinging lifestyle, you have to be prepared to deal with the people who you would attract as a single person. Yes. You know, you're not going to magically turn into Don Juan you know, a Latin lover just because you say I'm a swinger now. I mean, if you didn't attract that, you know, hottie cheerleader as a single dude, um, she's probably still not going to be very, very attracted to you just because you now went to the swing club and she happens to be standing next to you. <laughs> and so people just have to be prepared, you know, after they have the conversation with their significant other and they, you know, they get permission and they feel okay about it and they have the conversation that they'd like to either open up their marriage or get a little freaky mm-hmm. or start, um, you know, we, we think it comes down to the following. Most people, they think they're going to live forever, right? So they wait on their goals. They wait on their, oh, I'm going to start my business next year or maybe in five years. And yeah. so they don't do shit. Right. You know, they talk about it a lot. And so what we talk about on our show is, you know, you want to live powerfully. You want to do the things that are within a certain level of reason. You don't want to break up a marriage if you're already arguing every day exactly. by proposing, honey, let's go fuck other people. Yeah. But if you're in a solid relationship... And it's time to level it up a little bit and yeah. do some cool shit. It's kind of nice to, you know, do that threesome. Or a lot of men um, will invite a, a young hung guy mm-hmm. to – sounds like a Chinese food plate, doesn't young, it? Some young, young hung guy. Hung guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Give me the number seven, please. Yeah, a lot of men will offer that up as a gift, kind of like your experience. That was probably what was happening back yeah. then. And they were probably fucking a lot of people. And you were just another little bonus plan on the side. And uh, especially if he said that it was okay that you'd do more stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And so, um, you know, you take a look at the swinger demographics, man. Solid couples, drama-free yeah. couples, nice people, children. You know, they've got corporate jobs generally. Mm-hmm. They're steady people. They're, you know, a lot of people are church people as well. Sure. Those big mega churches, dude, full of swingers. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness, dude. <laughs> full of swingers, dude. Even the local churches that we used to go to here. Yeah, we used to look at church. Fuck, dude. We used to meet <laughs> couples for dinner all the time. And that was super flirty, oh, dude. Yeah. Yeah, yep. that was like the beginning of that our experience. Fun. But no, swinging is fun, man. And we'd like to explore the topic for your, you know, your curious listeners. Give them mm-hmm. a, little, a little dose of what the swinging lifestyle is all about. And not because we tell, we want to tell people to do it. Right. You know, that's not our cause here. Our cause is just, uh, you know, we'd like to b- bring some clarity. Just it's, educate people. Yeah. It's, it's not, a lot of times it's not what people think it is. Mm-hmm. And so any questions that you have there written down or if people had submitted questions or whatever, you know, we're happy to explore it, man, and have a conversation about it uh, for the benefit of your peeps. <laughs> well, I, I don't normally take questions, but I did have a few things that I have, I've been curious about just through listening to your show. And one thing that 
I'm sure is the number one circle it in red. Jealousy. Like, I feel that's probably the biggest hang-up most people have, right? You guys have experienced, maybe not jealousy, but like just seeing another person with your significant other has to yeah. strike a chord. If jealousy is it, I don't, I assume that's the one. So that's a big one. We, yeah, we've yeah. experienced jealousy. Definitely. So how have you guys encountered it in particular? Like, has there been one defying moment where you guys said, okay, this is what we're going to have to do because mm-hmm. what we're doing here isn't working or is it still, do you still struggle with it occasionally? Like, you know, you seem very happy, but I'm sure nobody's perfect. You know, you get uh, kind of hung up, hung out to dry once or twice. Maybe the partner doesn't provide or do what all they need to do. And you're just kind of like, well, shit, <laughs> I'm glad you had a good time. Fuck face. Yeah. I just had uh, drinks. Yeah. Sometimes in that department, I get the short end of the stick. Cause the, no, well, literally. Yeah, Full seriously. Short end, uh, yes. <laughs> literally end. and figuratively. Cause, uh, you know, a lot of the men in the lifestyle that when we call it the lifestyle, they have a hard time getting hard, getting and maintaining an erection because seeing your partner with someone else for the first time, maybe it's just, it's a big, it, it screws with your mind. And so for us in the beginning, there was some jealousy issues and we always tell people if you guys are on rocky ground, if your relationship is, is, you know, not on a solid foundation, you don't get into the lifestyle to fix it. You really have to have a lot of trust with each other and communication. So when we first got into the lifestyle, we were working out our, our rules and you know, what was okay? What wasn't, I mean, should we, is it okay to kiss? Is it okay to hold hands? Is it okay to do this and that? And, um, on the first couple dates, we did an episode about this episode number four, how there was an advanced couple that we met that kind of took advantage of us. And we went farther than the parameters we had set before we met them. Because they separated us, actually. They did, yes. Big mistake for a new... So that was like, yeah. first, was that your first full-on, like, let's take it to the room thing? And you guys, they pulled you apart? Is that... I'm pretty sure I remember the episode, but I couldn't remember if that was actually... You said you went a little further than you... So I'm assuming that was as, the furthest you had been at that point, correct? Yeah, we, we didn't end up getting a room with them because... Right. We got so nervous in between uh, the actual reserving of the room and all that. We had we done it. We did a dinner with them. Mm-hmm. We had wine. Everyone was a little tipsy, and the plan was to go get a hotel room next yeah. door and to do a full swap. We were ready for it emotionally. We had spoken about it. We had talked to this couple over the phone. We had done video skypes with them. We met them in person. Everything was going great. You know, hot latina like oh. housewife like orange <laughs> county housewife type chick and the she guy wanted you dude yeah, yeah. And the guy was like a contractor like nice build and all that yeah. for, for my wife and i was like hey this is cool yeah and uh, it, it was going there man it was trending that way and then when we got out of sight uh, from each other mm-hmm. with the guy and the girl they were both you know they had been in the lifestyle for several years they told us they were kind of new they of course they lied we were super brand new and we wanted to kind of be close to each other, which is a trend with a lot of newbies. Mm-hmm. You kind of want to be nearby, you know. Well, it you, seems you like tread. a safety thing, guys. Like, to be honest, it's not a, a silly notion, you know. To, let me at least keep eyes on you so I know he's not fucking choking you in the back room that's, against your that's will. That's correct. Right. <laughs> that's correct. And, and that's what it was. It, it was just a It was a, a, a safety thing. It's like, hey, you know, my lady has a nice ring, you know, nice accessories. She's a, she's a woman. She's, you know, hot. And this guy's fucking super horny. 
I, you know, I want to be nearby. Yeah, earshot. Right? So, Let me stay in earshot at least, please. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And so the woman took me for a walk, you know, little office plaza. We were out of sight. We fucking left. She yeah. was sucking my dick in the bushes and backing up <laughs> on me. And she wanted to sit on it like bear, dude, like oh, bareback. Yeah, yeah. I, know. I was like, and, and because she got me a little nervous because, you know, she had taken me by the hand. And we were supposed to be walking as a group. My lady held back because that fucker held her back mm -hmm. and uh, pulled her into like a little valet, you know, valet parking closet. Yeah. So anyway, uh, here we are about 45 minutes. We were separated. We were both doing stuff, but we didn't know what each other, you know, was doing. Exactly. Right. And that is what drove us nuts because as we spoke about the incident, even though we were hot, we were ready for a swap. We were ready for everything. It just didn't go like we envisioned it. Yeah. Um, didn't feel it, right. It was, yeah, because yeah. I wanted to kind of be near my wife and make sure that she was smiling and you know writhing in pleasure and enjoying it. I couldn't see any of that, I, although I was very happy because I was with this little hottie with this tight dress and nice legs mm -hmm. and nice feet and nice body, nice dude. Nice booty, yep. Touching me and like showing me a lot of attention. So the level of emotions uh, were amazing because – and it was also fucked up at the same time because I was super turned on and I felt super naughty because I had full permission. Right. But I also felt bad because I didn't know what my wife was doing and what this fucker was capable of. And somehow – and we knew that they were doing this but yet we still let each other go, which was part mm -hmm. of the reason why we argued for like a week after that is because we both – when my lady says we went further than we planned on is that we knew it was wrong to separate, but we both fucking stayed separated yeah. and we were both kind of doing stuff. Now we didn't fuck that night. We didn't do like penetrative sex. No. We didn't do that stuff, but we, I mean, she was grinding on me pretty damn good, dude. Mm -hmm. And, and you know, sucking it and you know, <laughs> yeah, we were, she was doing a little <laughs> lap dance and you know, my lady was in the fucking backseat of, what was that guy had you in the backseat of a car dismounting yes. you? He was trying to like, he was trying to like fuck raw that, that whole time that we were together. You told me he oh, was Jesus. pushing his penis against your panties. Yes. He's like, oh, can I just do, can I pull your panties to the side? Can I just do a little touch? I'm like, nah, I don't feel comfortable with that. And I'm thinking, yeah. well, I don't know what my husband's doing. Yeah. So I'm not going to fuck you in the backseat of your car, dude. Right. And I'm like, oh, I'm okay with the makeout stuff. And I didn't feel threatened physically because I could have, you know, I could take care of you, myself. You, you could have fucked that dude. But I wasn't about to do all that stuff, like the makeout stuff outside the whole time. So I'm like, you know what? It's kind of cold. I don't mind getting into your backseat while we wait for to meet up you, with you, yeah. you and the, and the wife again. You, yeah. But he just kept pushing. He was so horny. He's like, oh, I haven't done my wife all week. I'm thinking, well, that's not my problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. That's, sorry, so guys. he's trying to push. And I didn't know what my husband was doing. My husband didn't know what I was doing. So, you know, we're like, you know, we wanted to make sure that everything was fair between us two. And so. I'll, I'll answer your jealousy thing. Though, yeah. But I don't know if, if Jody, if you had a question right now about this in incident. No, keep going. Well, I wanted to address the jealousy aspect of it because, you know, we're talking about how we got jealous in the beginning and we were talking about an incident, an incident. It's just an isolated incident. Mm -hmm. And well, let me address the jealousy aspect of it. Do we get jealous? Of course. Does it affect anything? No, because jealousy is supernatural. Everyone needs to know that it's and it comes down to the following. People need to stop thinking that they own things. Yeah, it's a personal thing. That's in your yeah. head. That's a, like a selfish thing. It's weird, right? Oh, yeah. it's it, it's um it's very detrimental. And if I can get people to get away from the belief that they have ownership of items, 
including your spouse, that's going to help you tremendously because number one, you might own your car with equitable title, but you don't have legal title. You don't pay your fucking tax. You're going to get, it's going to be miserable. Um, Same thing with your house, right? You really don't even own that at the end of the day. I mean, you stop paying your property taxes. That sucker is going to be leaned away very quickly. Mm -hmm. And the whole thing about ownership, right? The money in our wallet, it's not even your money. It's, it's, It's printed by the Federal Reserve, loaned to the government at face value plus interest. You use it as a international government payment coupon. And people, it's my money. It's not your money. Everything we have is a loan, including your wife or your husband. So the whole jealousy thing, you don't control them. You don't really don't control most things in your life. You don't own a lot of things. You might control some things and you have asked, you know, you, you, you have a way to navigate your life. But if you can separate the it's just sex from the idea of my wife is going to fall in love or I'm in love mm-hmm. with my wife because sex and love is totally different. Yeah. So ownership goes in there as well. So once people make that partition, once they're able to say, you know what? I love my wife, but I don't own her and I want her to have a great time with her life. Then we go back to World War II pilots, right? The big World um, War II pilots where they said, look, if I get killed in battle, my brother, please look over my wife because she's going to need somebody. Yeah. Okay, I'm going off. I'm being deployed. Let me introduce you to my wife. Let's go out to dinner. And you know, the, the story of, of the mythical wife swap parties and key bowl parties and, you know, hey, I, I'm, I need my wife to be taken care of by stand-up motherfucker. You're my brother. Watch over my wife. In fact, you know, let's do this and let's trade wife. You know, so you hear stories about you do some research on, on wife swapping and swinging. And it's exactly that. Do you want your lady to be taken care of by someone who's uh, qualified and duly prepared person. And so once you start getting your mind wrapped around it, you can at least get to the point where you say, I want my wife to experience maximum pleasure because we're on this planet for a very short period of time. And I want her to be with good people. So, hey, I'm going to help screen those people. Hey, I'm going to have fun while I'm at it. And once you get to that place, you you start get coming to terms with, you know what? If I'm going to if I'm going to expect my wife to receive maximum pleasure in life, I can't be delusional enough to believe that I'm the only person that can give her that. Right. And so you you start you start opening up your mind and as soon as you start opening up your mind to the possibilities that your wife could be well served by maybe two men at the same time or maybe another guy that maybe she fantasized about um several times. And it starts getting really fun because if you're in a couple scenario and I I'd like to address a lot of times the single people as well because yeah. in the lifestyle we have unicorns, single chicks, and, you know, um, single males, m- yeah, bulls mm-hmm. or manicorns or whatever you want to refer to them as single dudes. You know, they're also in the lifestyle. So we don't want to alienate them either. We want to make sure that they're part of the conversation. But you start realizing that, hey, man, I would love maximum pleasure for my significant other. How do I do that? And if you're as a, in a, cu- as a couple and you're participating in the lifestyle, it's kind of nice that you're both able to have fun at the same time. And that's where the full swap comes in. Oh, yeah. And you're both fucking, man. Oh, yeah. And then you come together. And it's a good time. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> it's, it's very interesting to me because as I've learned from your show, it's a very f- uh, feminine dominated that like ladies have the pussy, so they make the rules. Yes. <laughs> That's true. And Very what true. I imagine is a lot of people probably like Eros. You stand in the back and you just go, yep, whatever she says, you just fucking do that. Because <laughs> I'm here for the party and I'm trying to make sure that she's taken care of. Let's do this. Hoo-ah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean, look, if, if my lady uh, – so when we go to a party, mm-hmm. it, we're usually – targeting people together. Yes. And so if my lady says, you know, that guy's hot, and if I don't think the woman is that great, then we'll say, oh, yeah, okay, let's well, pass. let's skip that. Let's yeah. you know talk to other people. 
And uh, house parties generally are pre-screened people. So Mm -hmm. we do like the house parties um, because usually the host invites people that they already know and they know that they're not crazy. They know that they're not drama, you know, full and people that are going to start a fight and shit like that. They're usually pretty cool peeps, you know, backyard. And a lot of people love the parties because if you don't like a couple to be couple on couple – you can find a wife from one partnership and yes. your wife can find a dude from another partnership yeah. and now everyone has fun. Yeah, we don't do that a lot. I right. mean, we generally yeah. love the, a, night, a pretty good four-way connection and we make it work. And people always ask, well, do you take one for the team if the, if the guy's not too hot or if the girl's not too hot? Well, in the beginning, we used to expect perfection. Yeah. And we quickly found out that, look, we're not looking for soulmates here. Exactly. You know, we just need, like for me, my criteria is a warm hole. <laughs> right. Right. A pulse, preferably. Warm, kind of like pulse, yeah. Uh, and a pulse, and even if it's a weak pulse, dude. Yeah, we're not saying a lot. It can be very low, shallow. It, look, I don't care if it's a weak pulse, and oh she's running God. a high fever, because <laughs> it's gonna be warmer. It's game over. That's right. Oh my God. Well, no, our favorite, just between me and my husband, is meeting one couple, you know, two on two, and having a nice time privately. So a lot of people will love to go to a swinger club or a lifestyle club where they have a DJ and it's like you bring your own booze and they've got maybe just a little buffet, but it's just like a nightclub and their play areas there. They like to play in public or um, they have, they have built in play time or play areas that, you know, if you meet someone on the spot kind of randomly, great, you've got a built in play area. We like to pre-screen couples when we, when we meet them, even if we're going to a lifestyle club, there's generally a website where you know who's going and you can say, okay, well, they're kind of cool. Let's talk to them a little bit before we go oh, and yeah. meet them in person. Dude, when we go to the club, it's because we're meeting someone there that we've already screened. Yeah. So we, we won't go to the club to find action. Right. We just use the club because it's fun and there's DJ. Oh, it seems yeah. like a, the ultimate fantasy for a voyeur, right? You just stand back and watch. That's that's awesome. I don't know why you wouldn't do that. Oh, yeah. it's a, yeah. The club <laughs> is a, an amazing stepping stone for anyone participating or wanting to look deeper mm-hmm. into the lifestyle because sure. uh, it's exactly that, man. You you know, Generally, they don't have liquor licenses, so you bring your own beer. Yeah. You bring your own bottles, bring your own whatever. They have mixers. You know, mm-hmm. They have juices and sodas. And that's usually all included in your cover charge. So you might spend 50 bucks to get in. That's the couple's rate, right? You know, 50 bucks for the couple. And now you're in there and and you're just on the dance floor. They have a smoking patio. People are out there, you know, hanging out, socializing. And yeah, there are playrooms and the playrooms are generally detached either on the second floor or, or, you know, downstairs or off to the side. Mm -hmm. But there is no, there's no pressure ever. Um, I I always, I always laugh at when people say, oh, I don't want to go because I'm going to be pressured. It's like, you fucking wish, dude. I know. You, you fucking go to the, you, you go to the lifestyle club yeah. now, Swingers Club, and you don't, you know, people don't really, they, they, no one even looks at your ass, dude, unless you're like really good looking and, yeah. and or you're outgoing and you say hello. Generally, people are, are just doing their thing, man. They're just yeah. having a good time. And, and that's what it's about, man. And, <laughs> and we like the Swingers lifestyle uh, because it really allows you to, get beyond the bullshit of uh, people's daily lives. You know, they, mm-hmm. it's an escape for them. And when they're at the club, they can be themselves again. They're youthful. They're joyful. They're mm-hmm. happy. They can make all the fucking dirty jokes yes. that you can't make at work because exactly. you fucking get written b- up by HR and right. shit. <laughs> you, at the swing club, you just be yourself, man. Oh, yeah. And everyone's fucking a pervert in there. Yes. That's why they're there. So it's just a cool crowd, man. And it's it's actually pretty liberating because you can talk about your fantasies and you can – you know, a lot of times the the clubs will have a theme night. So 
you know, people can get dressed up in sexy costumes and express themselves. And it's usually the women that will get the party started if you are interested in another couple or interested in playtime. So like you were saying before, Jody, the, you know, it's very female dominant, um, which is true because the, you yeah. know, the women have the pussy and they make most of the playing decisions. But yeah. of course, my husband and I, we always talk about things mutually and we won't yeah. play with a couple unless we're both on board to play with them. But you would see a lot of girls start the party by, you know, chicks making out with each other and playing boobies and pull out their tits. Yeah. And, and that's fun. all fun. And the guys love to watch, of course. Yeah. And, Titties you know, don't people impress get me much on. anymore, but go on. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, so if, if a woman doesn't like another woman or the other man, generally play is not going to happen. So it's actually pretty empowering for females. Uh, it's not it's not like the guy says, OK, we're going to go here. We're going to go play now. We're going to take this couple. Women actually have the yeah. decision making power in the lifestyle. The only other thing I want to mention for your listeners, dude, is there is a one method that you can use and it's called the chloroform method. <laughs> And I'm just saying, if no one finds you attractive, no, sweetie, I'm just saying, what if you go in there and no one finds you attractive? What the fuck? What are you going to do? Well, you're already there. You got to get, you might as well do something. No, right? I'm saying it's an effective way of doing things. It's probably highly illegal. It, well, it's it's guaranteed. It's 100% effective. Yeah. <laughs> it works 100% of the time, Eros. Yeah. <laughs> you just have to practice that fucking firefighter move where you're crawling, where you're taking a a body out of a burning building and mm -hmm. you have to drape them. What's it called? So you like the one man carrier, like something? a one man carry. Yeah. yeah. Over your shoulders. I tell you what, yeah. you're down around Arkansas. You better be doing some squats too. <laughs> <laughs> so that's back, one thing that's funny. Like you, you said earlier, you guys, you attract what you normally would attract. So it's, it's kind of cool to me guys from afar seeing it. I feel like you almost want to make yourself better presentable for your spouse to be able to attract another cut. So it's, it's yes. really cool to me to, to see that obviously you love each other enough to, to not only <laughs> keep it together, but also like really, you know, take care of yourself because you're presenting. That's, it's kind of yeah. uh, interesting well, at, at the end of the day, like you're basically uh, coaching each other in a sense. You, yeah, we, we definitely do that. We call it, being each other's wingman, right? So when we go out, it's my job to help my husband get laid. Right. right? And it's my job to screen <laughs> people that you help me identify. Yeah. Make sure they're not crazy, make sure they're not weirdos yeah. or, you know, full on druggies or whatever. Sure. And kind of with two people screening like mm -hmm. a job interview type, you know, yeah. we're screening contestants or we're screening, <laughs> yeah. screening potential yes. employees. Uh, potential playmates, yeah. right? It's easier because we can spot their bullshit because now yeah. I'll interview the dude and mm -hmm. I'll just be having a conversation. And it's not, I say an interview, but it's just a conversation. You're oh, shooting yeah. the shit. Yeah. So, you know, you guys this, and then we'll, my lady and I will, we'll get back together, circle back around and we'll compare notes. Mm -hmm. Oh, what do you think? You know, this and that. Well, he told me, well, she told me. And then we'll, we realize that, you know, the guy hired a hooker for that night exactly to say that, you know, they were a couple, but you know, the whole wingman thing is amazing. And you're right, dude, about working out. Mm -hmm. You um, you want to make yourself better. And sometimes that has to do with improving your attitude overall. Or, uh, you know, there's a lot of guys who, you know, they go to work, they come home pissed, they want to eat and they want to chill. And a lot of times, you know, they can work on themselves by maybe becoming a bit more outgoing, maybe yeah. being a little bit more interested in other people. And what's going to happen is we have this um, 
an episode that we're, where we're going to discuss this four-way connection thing. Yeah. It'll be coming up in a couple of weeks about the four-way connection, right? And uh, you know, we're going to go through uh, all the different variables and how everyone has their own model of the world, right? And then in within that model, they have their own needs, wants, desires, fantasies. And now you have that per individual. And now you get t- uh, two couples together. And if you're not a good conversationalist, and if you're not genuinely interested in people, it's going to be difficult to find out whether your values, your needs, wants, desires are going to superimpose and be perfect for this other couple. Yeah. And this is where you know we talk about becoming a good wingman. You have good conversations. You mm-hmm. you share jokes, and we call we say it all the time on our show. You know, you want to become the best version of yourself because you can. I mean, we tell people get sweaty every day. You know, yeah. do some workouts. Right. You know, what whatever you can do, man. Whatever is within your ability to. Um, and not, and not only because your goal is to swing, but your goal is longevity. Your goal is to be healthy yeah. for your children and for your family and to be able to do shit and run and, you know, play with the kids and, you know, help your friend move. And, you know, you want to be as best as you can with the body you have. Right. And everyone's fucking getting older, dude. So you, you got to really work on yourself. And the fact that you're in the swinging lifestyle or wanting to participate in it, that's going to help you because you're going to look even better. And you're just going to get better couples and yep. you start graduating. You know, yes. you, you, you fucking, you end up playing with a couple that you thought they'd never be attracted to you. Right. And you have a great time and you make great friends. All of a sudden you've set a new bar. Oh yeah. Because now you're going to go after awesome couples. And I, I think a lot of people do limit themselves, bro. And you and I were talking before by Twitter about the mental aspect mm-hmm. and how people mind fuck themselves. Um, you know, you saw the chat, sweetie, that, yeah. that I, that I had, uh, that I had with, with Mr. Poor Boy. Yeah. With Mr. Poor Boy. Sandwich. Yeah. Sandwich. And people do uh, fuck themselves, man. They they For set sure. a, a very low bar where they um you know they, they kind of talk themselves out of it. And exactly. It's about being uh, it's about being um you know as happy and as possible uh, and uh, as uh, positive as possible, sex positive and also um you know li- living some wonderful experiences that we call you know rocking chair stories. Mm-hmm. You know li- live some cool shit, man. You'll be able to talk about it later on when you're wearing your Crocs. Um, <laughs> Dewey, hey, that's what, hey, that, hey, fuck that's you. What I'm wearing yeah. Crocs right now. Yeah, but are you wearing socks with them or straight up barefoot? I'm barefoot, man. See, that's what I'm saying. You know, you kick your Crocs up, man. Get the yeah. fire going. Yeah. And you're hanging out. With your socks you, you on. That's the old, that's old people shit. Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, you're comparing stories, man. And that that's where mm. that's the angle that we take on the swinging lifestyle. Right. Live powerfully. Live without regrets. Obviously, play safe and you know watch each other's mm-hmm. back and all that. But you know, have some awesome experiences because the last thing you want to do is be a, be fucking you know eighty nine years of age and you're in Vegas on your motorized wheelchair with oxygen and you're like fuck, dude. We used to come to Vegas every year when we were mm-hmm. younger. We could have fucked some couples, dude. Yep. And you know what are you going to do at that point? Well, yeah, you can fantasize about it, but <laughs> you, you could have done something about it. Exactly. So that's their angle. No, I think we were psychologically you have to know yourself. That's one thing that I believe from all the different swingers and podcasts and stuff that I've kind of come across. If you're going to be successful at it, like you have to be able to open your mind a little bit <laughs> and you have to unlearn some habits. But For sure. the one thing that I can't appreciate about it is apparently if re- communication is the relate is the key to any relationship. Yes. Uh, communication is the key to that lifestyle. And if you can't do that or you're not willing to, I wouldn't even say don't don't bother because it seems like you guys have superb communication skills. You're not 
you don't flinch to say certain things to each other. Like, oh, hey, I see that chick. I'd really like to fuck her. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, you have to be on some Jedi level shit of knowing yourself <laughs> and your partner. That's right. I'm like, yeah. go ahead, baby. You know, go yeah. have some fun. Uh, she, my, my lady will say, okay, honey, I'll hold her down. Nah. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's crazy. I'll get it for you, baby. Hold on. I'll be right back. <laughs> yeah. Let me pull my boobies out and lure her back here. That's right. It's a trap. Yeah, yes. don't, don't don't worry, Tiffany. It's just, this is called BDSM. That's why you tied up, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, ha, have you guys like? I can ask you each. Have have you had a moment? And it doesn't have to necessarily be with the same couple. But have you had like a moment in thus far in the last couple of years where you've been like, whoa? The next day is just like, hey man, can you believe this shit? This is this was my night. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. you mean like mind-blowing experiences? Like the top one. Like the one that if you were to ask gun to your head, what is the best experience you've had thus far? And I don't mean like all the juicy details. I'm not trying to realize that's where you're going. But I'm just saying like has there been something thus far that you've been like, I'm really glad we did this. This is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think my lady might have a different <laughs> one in mind. You go ahead. It doesn't have to be the same. Like I said, I'm just curious. Like, I want to hear the best one. Give me the highlight. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, this this is actually a recent experience where. His name was Darren. (laughs) Yeah, no. (laughs) I'm not going to name any names. I know. But um, a recent experience where we have met a couple in the last, I don't know, few months. And we've gone out with them a couple times. And we just clicked from the very beginning. The energy was amazing. And we had chemistry right away. And it was just, it was wonderful. And they're a new couple to the lifestyle, but they have their shit together. So their communication was great. And, um, well, they have children and all that. Yeah. And and they've been together for a a long time and, um, they're just a really nice, solid couple. And so we played with them a couple of times, but the recently we, we did a separate room experience. So we met them at a hotel, two hotel rooms, dude, two separate hotel rooms, joining doors or separate floors. No, separate floors. Ooh. And I went, you know, we we uh, we met early afternoon and then we, we had drinks together real quick. And then we went to separate rooms. We did a door dash and dirty. Mm-hmm. So I'd say, did you guys have, did you like go full throughout? Like, did you pass each other in the hallway at all? Just to kind of go for the full, you're like special agents. That's what it sounds like to me. <laughs> you're like fucking James Bond 007 shit with uh, your double kind of life thing and that's just yeah no we we had all met in our room first to just kind of get reacquainted because it'd been a few weeks since we'd seen him and then i went with um with the man to 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 his room yeah to their room and she stayed with my husband in our room and then we did our door dash and dirty work we just you know we got the play out of the way right away and then we came back went out to dinner did a little walk and then went back to the hotel and had round two also a separate room. <laughs> so we did it again. Was it was a, just mind was blowing. Best. Yeah. That's the best. At least you can concentrate, man. That's what you do. And you just taking, uh, taking the pressure off. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 W- one thing I really enjoyed about this uh, recent experience that my lady's talking about is that this couple is very wholesome. I mean, mm-hmm. they're, 
Yeah. yeah, dude, they were like a church couple, man. You know, two kids. They're you know full on professional careers and shit. And like, yeah. and you look at them and you're like, okay, you would never know. Like, seriously. And the whole secret agent thing, very true by yes. the way, because <laughs> it, it is a full on dual life, man. Oh, Here yeah. we are checking into the hotel and the agents like at the Hilton. So what brings you to our town today? A <laughs> uh, uh, little, you know, we're gonna hang out. We we're gonna go dinner and have drinks we don't, we don't want to drive all the way back home yeah you know, like our home address there's like five miles <laughs> down the and uh yeah it's like yeah you know we're just meeting some friends for dinner you right. know it's a little uh, mini staycation oh great and then our other couples checking in also you know like down a few agents from us mm-hmm. and then uh, you know we each go to our respective rooms and we start setting up our little bar yeah. and we have colorful light bulbs and stuff we call it you know setting it up for success basically yeah. our sensual sanctuary yeah so we're doing that and then we agree to meet up. We meet up in our room because that's where the bar is. Yeah. And that's where we have drinks. Um, and it's great. And just relating, man, talking about just random shit. Yeah. Just, oh, my car. Yeah, I got to turn in my lease. You know, just real cool, sh- regular stuff, man. And then before you know it, the girls fucking get together. The, ho- the girls are usually the horniest. <laughs> they, they start laughing with each other yeah. and hugging each other. And, you know, they're not even into girl on girl, which is surprising because a lot of women in uh-huh. the lifestyle, they love to start with like girl on girl play. Yes. These girls are like, fuck it. I don't need that. I just... I, it's, it can be fun, but I don't need it. Mm-mm. So the girls are all laughing. They're like, okay, guys, I think it's time. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I'm talking to the dude. He's talking to me about he wants to start a business and all this yeah. stuff. And I'm, and I'm like, okay, dude, I'm sorry. I want you to talk about your business. I want to hear about it. But yeah. Let me holler at you in a few minutes. Come on, man. <laughs> Later. You're being, yeah. call, you're being called. You're being summoned, you're being dude. Summoned. Don't fucking talk to me about this shit. <laughs> and so, yeah, separated for about two hours. Mm-hmm. And then we uh, rendezvoused back together, went to Cheesecake Factory mm-hmm. and just had a good time you know lady sitting right next to me um his wife is sitting right next to me yeah. and we're kind of sitting um you know i'm across from my wife and they're across from each other so you know his lady's super flirty with me and it's nighttime yeah. it's uh and it's just um it's cool it's not like she's not trying to hold my hand or be weird or like in love but we just fucked and yes. you know she's probably still has <laughs> some semen on her tummy you know from when i when i, when I squirted on yeah. her or whatever but um it's cool, man. And then, the, so the importance of having the play first is, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's actually a, a high level, uh, a big high level of importance because you play first, then you can go have your burrito or your chipotle or your, exactly. in this case, cheesecake factory. Yeah. And that way you're not so bloated, man. You get a nice sexy play out of the way. And then yeah. the second round, yeah, what's well, a little bit more bloated, uh, of an experience, but right. it's still amazing. Oh yeah. And then fuck, it was, must've been like two in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, my wife and I, we communicate by text again. We trade wives again. The girls pass each other in the hallway. High yeah. five. Guy walks over as well, says good night, this and that. And that's it. Call it a night. Right. Wonderful experience. You know, oh, didn't get into yeah. specifics, but it's a full on wife swap, separate room. Mm-hmm. And that really only happens when there's a lot of trust. Yeah. And like my lady said, we had played with this couple. Yeah, yeah, several yeah. times before. Yeah. So there's certainly a high level of trust there right. and attraction as well. Mm-hmm. And uh worked out beautifully, man. It's fucking hot. Yeah, it is. It sounds amazing. So there it goes. Just as an assumption, people out there, don't assume that all swingers, people in the lifestyle want to have sex with you. Sometimes it takes a <laughs> right. long time <laughs> to get through the process. Don't be rude. But yeah. – you know, it takes a strong, a very strong will. And I think definitely, Eros, uh, what I've learned through this is you love your wife. I can say that with all certainty. <laughs> of course. And I think at the end of the day, it's very interesting to me that you're willing to go that deep. Pun intended. Uh, <laughs> physically, you know, I don't reach that deep. But what? mentally, yes. 
it baffles me. Like, it's not that I don't think I could get there, man, but it, it would take a, a minute. And my wife is a no-go. She's old school, <laughs> wholesome. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. It's just one of those things, man. Like, it's, you know, we were kind of going back and forth. It's like, I'm, I'm very interested in what makes people do things the way they do it. And sometimes mm-hmm. you meet crazy people. I don't think that, that living a swinger lifestyle is that crazy. I think it's probably a lot more common than most people would think, which is why you guys fascinate me because you you seem like really cool fucking people and you're just doing your thing, man. It's common, man. Uh, yeah. There are a lot of swingers in the world. The last study they did, they were estimating there to be about 15 million swingers in the U.S., but globally they were estimating about 300 million people. And if you take a look at the population of the U.S., that makes that's a lot of people, a lot of freaky people. Now, remember, oh, yeah. whenever they do these studies, many people won't go on the record. So people just it's like a census, man. How many yeah. illegal aliens do you have living in your household? Oh. Uh, <laughs> no English. Sorry. Zero. <laughs> no one's going to say the fucking truth. dude. Exactly. So um, these studies, I think they're funny because when you take a look at the divorce rate and the reason for divorce. Yeah. And you find out that people are fucking their secretary or fucking mm-hmm. their the, their bartender boyfriend and shit. People, they they crave touch, mm-hmm. they crave attention, they want to be redeemed, they want to they want to be recognized for being a good person. You know, people want to be yeah. accepted, and sometimes they find that in a coworker. Sometimes they find that w- with a friend. And the the reason why it's called non you know non monogamy and uh, ethical non monogamy is because yeah sure you know you're not being monogamous, you are fucking around, yeah. but it's ethical because. You've given each other permission. Right. And there are some swinger couples or lifestyle couples where they just have an open marriage, man. You know, they don't swing, swap, wife swap. They they don't want to party together. They just give each other permission. Honey, if you want to fuck somebody, that's fine. You know, want all the details. Mm -hmm. Some some couples are like, no questions asked, man. Oh, yeah. It's like, hey, I'm going to go play with a man. I don't want to know about it. Right. Honey, you do your thing. I just don't want to know about it. There are couples like that, too. Sure. We like being able to talk about it. Yes. Um, I, I want, like my lady doesn't play with single guys um, for a couple reasons, uh, safety, mm-hmm. but also yeah, we're doing this together. This is a team sport for us. Yeah. There are couples that do that where the hot wife, for example, you know, a hot wife will go out and play on her own. I don't know. Uh, will we get there ever? I don't know that it's necessary being right. that we have access to a wholesome couple. Why, um, why would I send my wife out to just some random dude, right? It just right. doesn't make sense. I wouldn't be looking for seems some un- random seems dude. Seems unfair, too. <laughs> Every, everybody gets their share. That's, in my yeah. opinion, that's what yeah, makes it. We like I love my husband being in action. That's part of the turn-on for me. So if, you know, the if we ever get the feeling that one of the other couple, one part of the other couple is not interested, it's it's a no-go for us. Because, oh, we call it quits. Yeah. We get the fuck out of there. Yeah. If we don't feel that the other couple's into it and equally, you know, they exactly. both want to be there. Yeah, right. yeah. We don't engage with that shit. So it's crazy to me. Not cry. I guess not crazy, but <laughs> fascinating to, so you guys have gotten to the point where you'll do a full separate swap. And it's like, did you start with like in the room, separate beds stuff, like actually being able to, to see and almost touch the other person. Cause that, that seems like it would be more intense at a, you know, I would at least say like get joining rooms and open the door, something, you know, just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When, yeah. <laughs> when we first did our, um, when we did our first separate room, it was that it was, um, 
it, we had we got invited to their place, and the girls said, "Okay, me and you are in here. <laughs> you guys are over there, right?" Right? And I'm like, "Oh shit!" Really? And my lady said, oh, "Are you okay with this?" And I'm uh-huh. like, "I'm okay with it." As long as you're okay with it, she's like, I'm totally okay with okay. it. And we had we had already, you know, we had done dinner and shit. And we had done some naked yeah. hot tub, and right. you know, it was a lap sitting and yes. some making out going on and all that. So we we're like, oh yeah, okay. But um, mm-hmm. you know, t- to get to your question, absolutely. In the very beginning, part of the big turn on was being in the room with the sounds and mm-hmm. um, hopefully not too many scents. I was going to say <laughs> scents and sounds, yes. but you know, <laughs> yes, sex. Has a scent. Has an odor. Hopefully, it's yeah. not a foul scent. Right. You know, <laughs> but just, that's the one of the hardest parts for me. I think like it's like I just don't know. <laughs> you have to I, fight that urge. I mean, I guess you would get there eventually. You just have to prepare yourself. But just the <laughs> idea of like being there, doing your thing, and then just knowing like your chick's getting just railed. <laughs> Well, see, that's uh, I think that's a big issue for a lot of men. Mm -hmm. And that's why they can't get it up because their dick works perfectly. Their body works perfectly. But then they get themselves in a situation where you get an overload of message units. Mm -hmm. You just get a lot of distractions and body's not going to respond to uh, to the penis and the blood flow. If you're over there just fascinated by it, you're maybe are not jealous or angry. You're just loving it. You just your mind is elsewhere. And so. The separate room has worked out beautifully for mm-hmm. us if the man has ever had an issue. When, as soon as you separate and you're doing your own thing, it's a dream come true, man. It's just a, it's a wonderful time. But like to address the other people who might be thinking about an orgy, yeah, it's a huge fantasy. Sure. You know, a threesome or an orgy or several bodies, mm-hmm. you know, on a bed. Um, it's hot, man. When you, yeah. sweetie, when, you know, in the very beginning, yes. being all together yeah. and one leg over here and... Like, look, I don't like men, dude. Like, I'm not, I'm not homophobic. Like, I don't hate them, right? Or, but I don't, I don't want my leg touching another fucking hairy leg, right? right. It's you're just def- me. You're yeah. definitely straight, straight. Yeah, yeah. Look, I'm not gonna <laughs> freak out. Problem. You know, yeah, yeah. I'm just you're not gonna freak, but just like, hey, man, cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't want you know, and you you get some you get some couples, you know, the you know all American couples, fucking guys six two, two hundred and thirty pounds. The woman's five ten, right. and they they want to be on on um on a single bed. You know, no. it's a full size bed. And yeah. I'm thinking, dude, you know, look, first of all, the lady's fucking breathing and she's been drinking her cranberry juice with, <laughs> with pink lemonade and fucking vodka. And, and her mouth is near my face and she's going, <sighs> so I'm smelling her fucking halitosis. And then my lady's <laughs> this and the guy's breathing. <sighs> and I'm fucking in between three other fucking heads and they're throwing their halitosis on me. And I'm trying to focus. And then his leg is rubbing on me and then he's trying to touch his wife. So. Like, so for us, is it hot? Absolutely. Yes. Is it our preference? Sweetie, is it your preference to be on a bed with a bunch of people? No, hell no. (laughs) You kind of want to spread out. We, yeah. So we, we always start, you know, hey, in the same room and we did same bed play with other couples in the beginning. And, you know, some, some couples just need that. They want to be within arm's reach. They want to reach over and kiss their partner or touch their partner and just have a bunch of hands all over them. And that's what they like. Our groove has been to play in the same room with another couple, but separate beds. That's the best. Yeah. Favorite. So like two queen beds in a hotel room or two full-size beds in a hotel room. Because you got four grown-ass people yeah, yeah. on one separate, bed. Separate beds, man. We're grown. Yeah, separate bed is better. And we just – like both my husband and I prefer to focus on the partner that we're with to give them yeah. a good time for us to have a good time, less distractions. Right. We're not yeah. into somebody staring at us, even if it's – 
you know, the other husband or the other wife, if like some, like say somebody always finishes first, yeah. right? <laughs> or they'll say, I love to watch. Yeah. This is such a turn on. Exactly. It's like, yeah. you, you have a beautiful woman there. Mm-hmm. Go fucking do something to her. Right. You know, you can look at a glance, use your peripheral vision, enjoy yeah. it. <laughs> right. I don't know. If you have a woman, you should go, you should go do stuff with her. Yes. My wife is waiting for you. Right. Dude. You don't have to stare at us, you know, yeah. go do something else. Go eat her out or something. Yeah. <laughs> Just turn your back and put on some headphones. You got Yeah. Yeah, let me give you the login to my Amazon Prime account. Yeah, watch watch movies. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, it's a lot of fun, man. Yeah. It's so at this point, you're a couple years in. You know, Mm -hmm. you guys are just you're badasses, man. You're you're loving couple, hot Latin lovers. You're uh, you're doing (laughs) your thing. You like cigars, you shoot guns, you guys are are kind of you're doing pretty damn good at the moment. Like I just <laughs> from the outside looking in, it seems like you're having a blast. So I am curious, like what is there a next step to this that people can expect, like your listeners and stuff, or is this we're just gonna diary for a while and you know, what is the, the future of the, the prior society at this point? Where do you see yourself in two years? Let's cut it short for now. Yeah. Two years. Where where are we at? So we're really enjoying the swinging aspect, the yeah. wife swapping, partner swapping, the flirty dates. Mm-hmm. We found that one of our favorite activities within the lifestyle is finding a nice, wholesome couple that we can get to know yeah. and that we can develop a relationship with. And we've been pushing the those boundaries of mm-hmm. polyamory Yes, where you fucking see another couple like exclusively. And you have like a relationship with them, kind of, right? Yeah. That, that, you know, and people have full blown relationships, and sure. they move in together. And we've always made fun of that. We, especially there was a show on, I think it was Showtime. It was Polyamory something something. Yeah. And then the people that they cast for the right. for the show, we're looking at the show. I'm like, fuck that guy's a pussy. I wouldn't want that guy hanging around the house. <laughs> right. You know, work. You know, goes right. goes to work for three hours and then comes home and it lingers and right. there's a fucking kitchen. Exactly. So the way they portrayed it was yeah. horrible. <laughs> the types of people that they cast, right? And then they had this other like airy fairy girl into like crystals vegan and vegan shit, and yeah. shit. And I'm like, Oh, I don't want that girl around me. Dude. I'm not going to be able to fucking grill some hot dogs, man. Right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and so the way they portrayed it was terrible. But the couples that we've met, um, more recently mm-hmm. that are just right up our alley, man, just yeah. cool people, you know, they have their own families and we date them um, often. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll set up a play date. Like, Hey, what are you guys doing on this day, this month? Oh, well that's shark week for the wife. So maybe not. Okay. What about the 25th? Okay, yeah. cool. Block that off. That's our day. And then, you know, we'll meet up and just have a wonderful evening and then we'll repeat it three weeks down the road or something. That's been our favorite. Yeah. So I think we'll continue to identify cool couples that we click with to do things like that. You know, day trips, uh, go to Vegas, take yeah, some nice drives, that'd be fun. you know, hit the beach, you know, do some things and then you know, just do the play date thing and uh, do more of a flirty date with full swaps. Right. right. So that's what we'll continue to do. The whole random swinger picking up thing, like going to yeah. parties and stuff. Not it's not much. We, we like <laughs> not it. For but y'all, it's just not so it's, much. Yeah, it's a bit it's more not the turn on for us. It's a bit more sketchy, dude. Yeah, um, because you don't know who anyone is, and anyone could say anything. And th- we sure. love, we love the, we we love the getting to know the mm-hmm. people. Yeah, that's it's beautiful, man. So, in terms of the podcast, we're on episode thirty five right now, and we'll continue to put out shows. You know, we we have to make a decision. Um, we were just talking about this the other day. Yeah. 
Uh, we're about once once a month on uploads right now, and we're talking about ramping it up to twice a month, possibly you know every ten days putting up an episode. Yeah. Oh, that'd be great. And yeah, because we know, like as a podcaster, bro, you understand consistency. People mm-hmm. want people want content. People want media. And they, they demand it. I mean, we get a fuckload yes. of emails like, dude, when's your next shit coming out? We can't wait for the next oh, one. Oh, shit. I meant that we haven't spoken yet. I got to talk to you. Maybe after we get done here, I got to talk about some of that sponsor shit. I don't know if the motherfuckers ever got a hold of y'all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll talk about it, man. Definitely. I think that's a good opportunity. And for, for the listeners uh, out there, you know, uh, Mr. <laughs> po Boy, I mean, he's a connector, dude. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He's a, well, he also knows... He also instigates shit on Twitter, dude. Like, I do. Oh, yeah. yeah. He'll, he'll pick a fucking fight. You've seen the Twitter. Man, oh, I, don't, I, I, thought, shit, man. I heard you're the king of internet beefs, man. <laughs> no, no, no. Sometimes, it'll, look. Shit on people. I don't, I don't ever shit on people. <laughs> That's the one thing I don't do. Now, I might take a comical jab at some <laughs> dumb shit that I see on the internet. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> dude, so I like, you know... It's kind of dumb. You know, you know the show Big Brother. You, you ever? Mm-hmm. We're we, we familiar. We're, we're not like full fans, so yeah. we, no, we no, don't no, know. But the concept, people. Yeah. It's people. You say y'all watch Big Brother. They're like, oh, it's fucking gay. Like that's whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I enjoy that show, but not because of oh, there's people you know roam around. And you can peep on them and shit. Yeah. I enjoy a few weeks in, like when they start to crack. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've experienced a lot of crazy shit in my life, and I've met some crazy people along the way. So I really enjoy picking people apart. And Twitter for me is an outlet. Yeah. Like, it's very easy <laughs> to, to lock in on somebody, and you can just really get a good picture of them through yep. their footprint. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's right. Oh, it's yeah. fun, man. It's cool mm-hmm. because, yeah, I've started a few beefs with people and whatever. <laughs> you know, sometimes don't be an asshole. I don't know what to say. I'm right. Most right. people <laughs> get along with me, <laughs> but it is what it is. Uh, but also, it's led me to some really cool people. Like, that's one thing I can say is I'm very happy to have got to meet you guys. And, you know, if anything, podcasting is an interesting way to network. I mean, think about it without the social media in general i would think that was really what changed the whole thing with the whole lifestyle community for everything it gave you a a place to put your peg you know what i'm saying like instead of just craigslist and fucking hey watch 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 how you say the word peg man my butt my butt squeezed right now rejecting it can't put a needle in with a sledgehammer (laughs) that's what i'm saying like you're not listening back page craigslist in dothan alabama because you want a wife swap you know what i'm saying like it's right yeah you're actually it's, able to find your your spot and i think that's, that's really right. cool yes. that you guys are hopefully will become like a beacon for this I, I know you guys have gotten a lot of attention and you've probably educated a lot of people on some really cool shit so I do want to say thank you for all the entertainment thus far and hopefully we can figure out a way to make it profitable <laughs> Yeah, yeah. There's, there's definitely ways of monetizing it. Mm-hmm. It's, it hasn't been our main value in, in the yeah. podcasting game, you know, to see a rate of return. You know, it, what we really set out to do was to tell a story and see how receptive people were to the story. And right. now we know that people really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. They People uh, send us emails that say things like, 
our our first wife swap would have gone horribly if it weren't for you guys. Yeah. You prepared us our first club experience, exactly. and then we hear from, hey, we're just fantasizing, mm-hmm. but you're making it easy. And so it's uh, so rewarding when you get people writing in that really are enjoying the show and the show's affected them in yeah. a great manner. And so that's really that driving force for us. And we do want to step up the game in terms of more media, putting mm-hmm. more stuff out there. We're, we've been doing these listener meet and greets, these listener parties, and they're uh, wildly successful, man. I mean, yeah. we get like 200 people out oh, and shit. we uh, pretty much take over a bar. And, you know, people buy their own drinks and shit. Like we'll, sure. we'll reserve a space. And we'll tell people, hey, this is just – it's a listener party. Come on out. Meet and greet. Just chill, man. We're, we're just going to hang. It's, it's not the celebrity shit. It's not like, oh, take picture. Everyone wants to take a picture sure. and that's fine. We don't care about yeah. that. We're happy to do that. But more than anything, it's connecting people and mm-hmm. uh, you you hear the people yes. joking uh, about each other and like, oh, remember that episode? Oh, what was your favorite? And mm-hmm. you know, really brings a nice community together. And, and for us, it's a, just a wonderful reward. We had a meet and greet recently in Vegas. And uh, we've done several of these already. And that's beautiful, man, because you take a look around the room and you and you see all the different types and you think, fuck, man, these people would have never met each other if it weren't for the show. Yes. And then they're, they're making friends with each other and, you know, people are boosting each other's self-esteem and, um, you know, just having a great time. And it's basically fellowship, man. I mean, you yeah. think about how why people join gangs, why people go to church. Um, even if, even though they don't believe the stories or even like the experience so much, but you know, it's about the feeling of belonging. Mm-hmm. And when you can find a really cool tribe of people that are doing something that's considered naughty, mm-hmm. but they're also normal people and you can make friends with them. And it's just a beautiful thing. It's a, it's a different level of friendship when you could say, yeah, well, we swapped with a couple and guess what happened? Ha 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 ha. Yes. And you know, and <laughs> right. so it, it's a great community. We really enjoy it. And uh, we want to be able to serve it more. So, mm-hmm. you know, we're developing some communication courses. We have a background in hypnotherapy and NLP. So we'll put together some communication courses that we're going to be putting together for our business anyway, for our, yeah. our, our mainline business. And, uh, and we'll make it available for the uh, for the swinging public as well, because we do believe, like you said earlier, Jody, that the communication aspect is huge. Mm-hmm. And when yeah. you can perfect it, it just makes everything a little bit easier when it comes to presenting it to your significant other or um, maybe when you're reviewing, doing an after action report of mm-hmm. you know what happened on that date, right. you're able to run run down the different activities. And it's just a, a greater time. And I, I believe it's going to make a couple stronger as a result uh, if you can talk about you know your fantasies. And so we tell people all the time, even if you never go live in the lifestyle – even if you never become a swinger, the fact that uh, you listen into the Prior Society podcast mm-hmm. and you get your juices flowing and you're able to have better sex as a result and you're able to open up your mind to your lover, to your husband, to your wife, you know, possibly doing something in the future, whether they do anything or not, just the fantasy, right. then we've done a good job. We've done our job because we've spiced up someone's life yeah. and no one had to become a swinger. They just wanted to hear about it. Right. And so... Um, it's a pleasure, man. It's good stuff. Oh, I've been talking to you for an hour. I'm going to go bang the shit out of my wife in a little bit. <laughs> That's great. While you picture your Starbucks barista. <laughs> so, guys, I don't want to hold you up. Um, I appreciate you coming to speak with me this evening. And I, I did want to say, if you don't mind, uh, give out some plugs and stuff like that. We can... Uh, Make sure people can find you and and subscribe and all that good stuff. And you guys check them out; like they're amazing people. And I think 
even if you're not interested in becoming a swinger person, um, check it out. You know, it, you might get a, a new perspective on things. It, it It's a very interesting show they put on, and I highly suggest it. Yeah, thank you for that. I mean, you can find out about our show. Check us out on our website. It's PriorySociety.com. That's P-R-I-O-R-Y. And our podcast is on pretty much every podcast platform. Yeah, go, on, go to our homepage, and yeah. there's a direct link to from Apple Podcasts to iHeartRadio, yeah. Stitcher, you name it. So mm-hmm. it's everywhere. Exactly. And then you can reach us by email, info at PriorySociety.com. We're on Twitter and Instagram. Our handle is at PriorySociety. You can follow us, check out our pictures. We post some silly stuff and just some reg- lifestyle just stuff. Just regular shit. Yeah. I mean, just, we just put ourselves out there as regular people. Exactly. So. But if anyone has a question, you know, we're mm-hmm. happy to entertain that, help you guys out. If yeah. anyone, you know, maybe is wondering about something having to do with the swinging lifestyle, then, um, you know, hit us up. We're happy to, you know, we get a ton of emails, but we do get to them. So yes, we will respond we and it's a pleasure to do so, man. If we can kind of steer someone in the right direction, um, yeah. that's what the podcast is all about. So we're right. happy to do that as well. Right. That's why we do it. And we, we do encourage you guys to listen, check it out. And even like we said, if you're not interested in the lifestyle necessarily, we do include a lot of content that will just help you be a better communicator and improve your self-confidence and a lot of the tips and strategies that we go over on our podcast will help you in everyday life and it crosses over into your yeah. your work and your you know personal relationship with your husband or wife so or as a single yeah exactly you know, if you're out in, in the, the dating, dating game, game. Mm-hmm. i mean shit if we can find couples to fuck yeah. you're certainly going to learn how to find someone yeah. to fuck. <laughs> hopefully i'll hook you up with somebody man that that would be my gift to you guys if i happen <laughs> some ears happen to hear this show and lead them to you <laughs> improve, your, improve your chances at getting some you know yeah learn start learning how to spread the chromosome everywhere yeah. <laughs> absolutely Absolutely. Felipe, is that you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, he's uh, he's on the other side working on maintenance in the building. I thought I heard him. I'm sorry. He's poking his head in back there. Dirty boy. We might have to get him to do a shout out for you That's at right. some point. Yeah. Dirty boy. There you go. Oh, guys, it's been fun. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and, and cut right around here. If you'd like to say goodbye to the people, that be you know you can. Otherwise, I'll just cut it right there and nobody will know. <laughs> no thanks for having us on man it was yeah. a great time and uh it's been great hanging out yeah definitely mm-hmm. appreciate it that was my conversation with the priory society eros and isis wonderful people man i highly suggest you go and check out their show it's very informative and you know it's they're just hot people man like what can you say i told my wife about this episode we ended up banging like three days in a row just something about it. Like, people are interested. People like to know about that double life shit. So, give it a shot, man. Fucking <laughs> take a walk on the wild side, if you will. That's that. Thanks, guys. And uh, keep on trucking, man. You know the deal. Uh, like, subscribe, leave a review. Tell your friends, tell your mama, tell your friends, mama, about the show. Get at me on Twitter, at Pod. Be sure to check out all the other shows on the NSFW Podcast Network, including The Priory Society, Casual Sex with Crumb, The Second Coming Show with The Reverend Jamal, Blunt Mommy Podcast, and The Man Brain Podcast. All great shows, good people. Give them a listen, won't you? <laughs> 
Shout out to the sponsors, OG Spunk Lube, www.spunklube.com. Get some slippery on your dick. Uh, wonderful products, wonderful people. The preferred lubrication for the pornographic film industry. Spunk Lube is a fine product. You can get it for all of your necessities and needs. And uh, yeah, man, have some fun. And last but not least, biopidet.com. B-I-O-B-I-D-E-T. Guys, it's been a long year with the, the Biobidet company, and I'm here to tell you it has been just a wonderful partnership. And I would love to pass on the, the thrill and the savings. Use my promo code POBOYS at the site for anything in the store. You'll get 10% off. It's a good deal. You can uh, really, like, you, you can shit and clean yourself like a king or queen. And uh, you just, it, it's perfect for the holidays. Get the warm water option. Uh, I mean, unless it's what you're into, let me tell you, uh, in the in the dead of winter, that uh, that icy spray on your butthole, that's, that shit will change your life. I tried it a couple times last year. It's, that is a, that is a mind-blowing experience. <laughs> so, hey, join in the fun. Go to the website. Use the code. Clean your asshole. Speaking of asshole, my kid won't stop saying asshole. I turned his TV show off the other day. Just out of nowhere, we were watching TV, and I decided to watch something else. I didn't even give him a heads up. I just turned it off. And he looked at me, and he said, asshole? And he hit me with a flashlight. Yeah. Then he said it again. He put something on uh, the edge, like the counter, and it fell off. And he said, asshole. So he got a timeout for that. The funny thing is, is he gets it from his mama. <laughs> I don't say asshole. That's not my thing. I'm way more crafty than that. But, you know, say la vie. I guess that's kind of what it's all about. <laughs> Just try not to laugh and uh, keep on moving. Guys, I appreciate you listening. Uh, we'll see you soon. It's nothing. It's so normal. You just stand there. I could say so much. But I don't go there because I don't want to. I was thinking if you were lonely, maybe we could leave here no one know. At least not to the point that we would think so. And everyone here knows everyone here is thinking about somebody Well, it's best if we all keep this under our heads. But I couldn't tell if anyone here was feeling the way I do. But I'm lonely now. And I don't know how. Get it back to good. This don't mean that 
ain't no good In fact, it's phony as hell Yeah, but things worked out just like you wanted Just for what I'm gonna do Cause everyone here Hates everyone here For doing just like they do And it's best if we all keep this quiet Don't know how to get it back No getting back to good.